I'm glad we hacked it because I never want to record sitting up again. And I'm propping you for doing it today. Thank you. We'll see where I am for the second episode. I'm kind of, I have it in my head that like I can do one episode sitting up, but then the second episode I might need to lie down on the floor. So we'll just see. Okay. Yeah, that's valid. We, we can always raise the gain. We'll yep, raise yep, yep. the gain. We know how microphones work. <laughs> Guys, it's only been, oh my goodness, Ash. Yes. It has been a year, a full calendar, 365 days. No way. It has, because we started this right before or right during me moving. Oh my God. Oh, we did. I remember because it was your old room whenever we first started. Yep. And then remember I was in the temp housing. It's been a year. Oh my God, Lexi. We've really committed to something. (laughs) We really did for longer than two months. Wow. I'm wow. so proud of us. Oh my God. I actually had a feeling that we would actually stick with this, like genuinely. Really? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had an inkling of like, oh yeah, we're like, this is going to be another project and then one of us is going to get manic and then we're going to keep on pushing <laughs> it out, which that did happen a thousand percent. We committed back to it. We were we like, no, we do want to do this. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. We love talking shit about Disney. I'm really happy with my life right now. I know that I like come on here every week and I'm like, I'm in the trenches. I'm mentally ill. My back doesn't work. But I'm We're actually. In the <laughs> I know. I live in the trench. But I'm happy here. <laughs> yeah. This is our happy place. Yeah. I'm like, I'm honestly, I'm happy with my job, even though I complain about it. I'm happy with my relationship. I'm happy doing this podcast. I'm happy. Yes. We're happy. We're happy today. This is a good. Start to an episode. Yes, sure. Um, I guess. <laughs> I said start. It's a good start. Yeah, it's a good start. We are recording this the day after the, the Roe v. Wade leak news um, came yeah. out. So uh, I'm kind of, I have to like remove it because it makes me too emotional. Like it's just and like there's just so many there's so much nuance to this and it's like you can't just tell someone that they have to move out of their home state to go get appropriate accessible care like it's fucking yeah. dumb yeah um my and- favorite um take that i've seen recently was somebody was like what about ectopic pregnancies and the person was like just to get on a plane and fly somewhere and the person replied and was like you are dying <laughs> Like you're you not don't pro- have time to board an airplane. No. Healthcare should be accessible. So much more accessible than it is right now. Amen. And that's that. And that's we that on that. It. We will not be taking any questions. Please see yourself <laughs> out if you disagree with us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was looking at my notes earlier oh, over Reedy Creek. And I just kept thinking about how, like, two weeks ago, I was, like, so fired up about this from a con law perspective. And now Mm -hmm. it's kind of, like, it feels so hollow to be, like, hung up on, like, what's going on with Disney's special district whenever it's, like, we're talking about bodily autonomy. Right. Like, duality, right? Yeah. (laughs) I think we're all reeling from the news and talking about it isn't going to really do anything. Yep. We're at the brink of hell. The brink, we're in hell. We are seven 
layers deep. And this oh. is the only form of solace that I get sometimes. I know. <laughs> Literally, this is my only escapism is talking about the Disney legal drama to distract myself from the bigger legal drama. Okay, honestly, though, like you were pretty embroiled in the nitty gritty, nitty gritty of the legal drama. For Reedy Creek? For Reedy Creek. I was really hyped up on this for like three or four days. Unfortunately, you know, the fires died a little bit because I got tired of it, but <laughs> I'm ready to talk. <laughs> Look, we're ready. We're ready for it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm actually very excited to talk about this. Oh, also, if you're new here, welcome to an extremely goofy podcast. Welcome. I'm Lexi. I'm Ashlyn. Oh my God. Welcome to the show. I don't think that we've actually introduced ourselves for a few episodes. So no, if you haven't. just came in. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, I guess. Um, like I said, see yourself out if you need. Um, and this is a podcast where we talk shit about Disney and oh um, complains about her back. Okay. This is a podcast for Disney adults who aren't Disney adults. Okay. And maybe I also gatekeep Disney parks a little bit. And also we do talk shit about Disney a lot. Okay, so. I think a little smack is good for everybody sometimes. Yeah. A thousand percent wholeheartedly agree there. Mm. And what is more important than the discussion around the Reedy Creek Improvement District. So we've been meaning to talk about this for a couple of weeks, but as you guys know, the trenches, the back injury, the sushi, whatever. The uh, it's poisoning. The, it's uh, like the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Here we are. So I think we should just kind of like start from the top, even though people probably know what's going on by now. People definitely know what's going on right now, but I would love a little bit more insight on, because I know that Disney is on for lack of a better term at this moment, quote, special property, quote, in that Disney functions as its own municipality and it has been able to do this basically from the jump. Um, yep. Disney, them, Disney himself was able to secure um, the land and the rights and built laws around building Disney World um, that have been in place since, um, which is how Disney has been able to function in the way that they have. Um, and I know that we've talked about like how expensive, how much money it also, you need to pay out to, um, run Disney. Right. Mm, um, yeah. But, and I don't know if this is still true, but I also know that on Disney property, um, in Florida, there is just acres and acres and acres of solar panels and a lot of this property runs on solar energy um which is definitely a lot more common now but a couple of years ago when solar energy wasn't as big as the thing as it is in 2022 it was groundbreaking yeah I would love to take a break from like our dark content in a few weeks and talk about like some of Disney's like conservation and like environmental stuff because I actually think that Disney has like a lot of really cool initiatives that they've done over the years. They and they do. And like that was one of that was always one of my speaking points where it's like, yes, I know that Disney is evil, but like also on the flip hand, like they're evil, but at least they're trying to do some good because they do put in so much money and legitimate action behind 
their comfort conservation efforts not even because it's, it was good press or anything like we said this was years and years and years ago but it's because it's the right thing to do mm-hmm. which is odd to say since all we do is look at Disney in like a very very we just hold them to the highest standard because of their power in the in within the industry I, you know what? They deserve to be held to the highest standard because they are number one. Whenever you want to be number two, then we can go easy on you. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's my take. It comes with the territory. It does. But yeah, so like I know about the municipality. I just don't know necessarily the details of it all. Okay. So let's just like start from the top. So, in case anybody's been living under a rock recently, um, I wish I were you, Ron DeSantis recently signed a bill that would eliminate the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Do we think my hair looks cute like this? No, I think so cute like yes, this. Yes. I think it's a look. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> so, what's Reedy Creek? Let's just start there. So, Reedy Creek is a special purpose district that was created by state law in May 1967 that gives Disney governmental control over the land in and around Walt Disney World. At the time, the land was basically like swamps and like Mm -hmm. uninhabited pastures and stuff. Mm -hmm. And as you rightfully pointed out, the law was pushed for by Walt Disney himself and then by the company before and after his death in 1966 during the planning stages of Walt Disney World. A major reason why Disney wanted this was because Walt wanted to build his original vision for Epcot, where it's an actual living, planned community and Mm -hmm. not just a sad, dried-out theme park. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the original vision. (laughs) The original vision before it became the glorified shopping mall that it is now. I literally just said that it is a shopping mall. And I don't think I know, it was I'm you. quoting you. It was to, like, can you imagine? I'm just going to spend $126 to get into this half-empty <laughs> shopping mall that has one attraction and possibly a lake that has floating <laughs> metal things in it. Just a 20-minute show. Y'all can't even hide them in that stupid fucking lake. Like, bro. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I digress. <coughs> just, you know, we have to get in our Epcot jabs before we go <laughs> forward. I mean, if they had been able to successfully build like a living city and then obviously having control over all of these municipal services um, would have been key. Yes. But Epcot did not pan out as planned. Uh, however, with Reedy Creek, Disney took over responsibility for providing municipal services like power, water, roads, fire protection. And the other benefit is that they were freed up from dealing with the legal red tape around building things. Disney property is its own little town. It's its own little... It's its own little world. District. Yeah, it's its own little world, Walt Disney yeah. World. I mean, I don't know how many people have stayed on in or around Disney property, but you have to work to get outside information. <laughs> you have to work to get off of property sometimes. You, ha- you do. And like you have to, I remember staying at Disneyland, on Disneyland property, 
all of the news channels. It was just Disney. And, like, I remember this being around a time when there was a massive either bombing or shooting or something. And, like, we came back from this trip to all of this news. But while we were at Disney, we knew nothing. Yeah. And, like... So if you've no, like if you've stayed on Disney property, like you've kind of caught it already, but for those who haven't, yeah, it acts as its own little district. I think that Disney bubble is something that like a lot of people are addicted to because, like, I think that's like a big part of like why Disney adults become Disney adults because yeah. especially now in modern day society, we never get a break from our phones, from Twitter, from social media, from the news cycle, and so there's something about like being at a Disney park where you're removed from all of that for like a day mm-hmm. and I think like that's like the kind of break that your brain is like desperately craving yeah the Disney bubble is real and this little special Disney bubble is even more extreme because Reedy Creek gives Disney the power to build roads the power to build drainage systems the power to build power utilities But more importantly, it exempts Disney from dealing with the building, zoning, construction, safety, sanitation, and other regulations that they would be bound by if they did not have Reedy Creek. Because it would fall onto the counties that that property falls in. Right. Yeah. So the big advantage of this is that if Disney wants to build a new road or build a new hotel, it can just approve the project itself. It doesn't have to go through all of the extensive government red tape to get approvals, Um, the ordinary permitting process that's run by the Florida government. It's just exempt from all of that. Disney can just do it on its own. Mm -hmm. Beneficial. That's the word. Yeah. Super beneficial. Yeah, it's super beneficial and it helps Disney move faster. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's something that, you know, Universal and SeaWorld and Legoland and whatever, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. Reedy Creek encompasses around 25,000 acres, which includes four theme parks, two water parks, one sports complex, 175 miles of roadway, 67 miles of waterway, and the cities of Bay Lake and Lake Buena Vista. Now, the bill that has been passed declares that any special district created before November 1968 will be dissolved on June 1st, 2023. And the bill is about a page long, and it doesn't really have any more details. Um, And everybody involved basically just said, don't worry, guys, we're going to figure it out. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, they, like, literally said that. That's, like, not even a bill. That is a whole memo. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's just so silly because it's just, like, make it more obvious that, like, you did not do any work on this, and you just wanted to, like, like, do something. Literally wrote it and was like, yes, this is good. Yeah, you were just like, I want to fuck Disney. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, here's a one-page fever dream. (laughs) I just think it's great that, like, all of this went through. And I think also, if you don't already know, no one read this bill. No one read it. No one read anything. No one... It's, like, even worse than that. It's, like, no one read it, but also, like, no one knows anything. Right. You know? Like, how do you not know what's going on in your own state? Yeah. I just don't know what it is. Like, I've just been feeling this all day. I don't know if it's my Virgo moon. I don't know what it is. But, like, why is it that people are just going through their lives just, like, not knowing anything but trying to act as if they do? Because that's how people get places, unfortunately. Well, I think they're getting places in the wrong way. (laughs) I agree. Like, it's literally embarrassing to pass a bill like this and now be dealing with all of the after effects and questions that are lingering. It's embarrassing. 
So what are the after effects and the results of this bill being written? The consequences. So, I mean, first of all, there's consequences for Disney, right? Because Disney would no longer be able to grant itself permission for construction projects. They'd instead have to go through the local governments for approval. It's going to take longer, but they'll be okay. Right. Disney also already pays property taxes, so this would not change. The only difference is that the counties would get to collect the tax revenue that Disney is currently paying to itself, which is really funny, honestly. Um, Yeah. I keep seeing people say, like, well, Disney pays higher taxes than, like, you know, these counties require. And it's like, yeah, but they pay it to themselves. So So it's like, really. Let's, like, not give them too much of a pat on the back here. We will disregard. Um, Okay, but the bigger consequence to all of this is that the dissolution of the special district means that the Orange and Osceola counties take on the assets and liabilities of Reedy Creek. And so that means that the counties will have to take over the care of the roads, policing, fire protection, waste management, all that good stuff that you need to like keep a town running. But they will also have to assume Reedy Creek's debt. And it turns out that Reedy Creek, like other special districts, issues bonds to pay for things which have been purchased by investors And I have seen people say that Disney has about a billion dollars in bond debt. A billion dollars? A billion dollars. And that bond debt doesn't just go away. Whenever Reedy Creek is dissolved, that liability will have to be assumed by these other counties. Sometimes I forget that, like, you guys can't see what I'm doing or how I'm reacting. (laughs) It's nuts. Okay, go, go. Yeah. Just so, a billion dollar. Hold on, wait. I yeah, I yeah. might go on back. A okay, billion go. dollars in bond debt. Yeah, Reedy Creek's issued a billion dollars in bonds. Over a billion dollars, and like it, it get it does get the job done, right? Like there's people employed. Disney has some of the best roads in that I have ever seen. They do have the best roads. I, I say that begrudgingly. It is a smooth drive down there. It is It is a very smooth drive. Honestly, like the rest of the Northeast needs to check what Disney is doing because why are there so many potholes? Anyway, that is crazy. Okay, go, go on. Now you can go on. I'm glad that you've processed it. Um, yeah, processed and now I'm back to lighting. Yeah, so Reedy Creek has issued a billion dollars in bonds. Okay, well, can we just say that the bonds will just go bye-bye? No, we cannot, because unfortunately, back in 1967, whenever Reedy Creek was authorized to issue the bonds, the Florida legislature uh, included a statement in its own promise to bondholders. The state of Florida pledges to the holders of any bonds issued under this act that it will not limit or alter the rights of the district to own, acquire, construct, reconstruct, improve, maintain, operate, or furnish the projects, or to levy and collect the taxes blah, 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 until all such bonds together with any interest and all costs and expenses in connection are fully met and discharged. Can you explain to someone who's not a lawyer what that means? Because you lost me, I think, three words in. It means that the state has an obligation not to interfere with the district until the bond debt is paid off. What you're saying is basically until... A billion dollars in debt mm-hmm. is paid off mm. by the state laws and legalities of Florida. They can't even get this bill through. So almost the bill went through, but it's like 
impossible to carry out until they pay off the billion dollars in debt. At the state's expense. Well, that's the next question. Um, because the bill that dissolves Reedy Creek is one page long and doesn't say what happens to these debts. There is another statute that says, by default, the local general purpose government, uh, which is the county, assumes the district's debt. So that means that theoretically, Orange and Osceola counties would have to deal with the $1 billion in bond debt. But we don't know like how that debt gets divided between the two like is it 50 50 is it right is it percentage of land yeah like who knows also where is a billion dollars going to come from the i mean people who live there who have to pay higher taxes because their governor decided to fuck all y'all yeah because ron DeSantis got mad that chapek put out a half-ass statement after he was cyberbullied against don't say gay so then they decided to saddle everybody who lives there with higher tax bills Woo, Florida. And it really goes back to like, they did not know what was going on in their own state. No one read any bylaws. No one read any laws. Not a thing. That's crazy. We haven't heard any news in a while, I feel like. In like over a week or so. There's actually been... um a little bit. The first bit was that Disney, like I heard, I don't know if this was alleged or not, but there was a tweet that I saw that said like Disney's lobbyists are working behind the scenes with Ron DeSantis to like figure out a deal. So he doesn't look embarrassed, but like Disney keeps its powers. Um, that's the first thing I saw. That's tin hat shit. But, but would I be surprised if it came out that that was true? No. I would not be surprised at all. Like, I'm sure that they are working behind the scenes to try to be like, don't worry, Ronnie. Like, Definitely. I mean, maybe not anymore now that um, What's-His-Face has decided to separate himself from the company. Who's? Oh, the PR guy? Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought for a second you said Chapek quit. And I was like, what happened today? Oh, my God. No. Are you kidding? I would have started with that. Oh, my God. No. But, um, yeah, this is a real mess because, like, somebody has to pay for these bonds that were purchased. They cannot just go away. As early as 1866, the Supreme Court held that once a local government issues a bond based on authorized taxing power, the state is contract bound and cannot eliminate the taxing power supporting the bond. Um, The Florida Constitution even provides greater protection from impairment of contracts. So with this law, the state of Florida has just eliminated the the governmental entity that backed the bonds while violating its own explicit promise not to do so. So they done goofed, in my opinion. (laughs) That is a whole mess. It is a whole circular mess. Yeah. Um, It's just, like, hard to imagine a way where they can argue that, like, they did not do something wrong. Yeah, no, there's no way out of this. Like, this is... Yeah, there, there really is not because, like, I read an article that was just like, okay, how can Florida fix this? And they, like, ran through, like, different options, and one was, like, okay, maybe they can pass a different law that, like, says, okay, these are Disney's bonds, 
but like we're going to use imminent domain powers to like take Disney's assets away and then pay off the bondholders using those assets. But the problem with that is that like Disney can just like give away its assets because they still have like over a year before any of this takes place. So they can just like give away like their power plant and like their water mm-hmm. utility and just be like, well, now there are no assets. So like, right. you know, <laughs> suck it. Like, um, sorry. Yeah. There was another um, idea that was brought forth by some state representative um, who suggested that the state could create a municipal service taxing unit to replace Reedy Creek and then use that to collect taxes. But the problem with that is that um, you actually can't create a municipal service taxing unit without the approval of the municipalities involved. And it seems pretty unlikely that Lake Buena Vista and Bay Lake would approve of that right now. Yeah. So I don't think Disney's going to sign up for that either. So. So in conclusion, somebody's got to pay the bonds. Ron DeSantis. It's a whole mess. It's also just absolutely wild because it's, it would set a precedence for not just Disney, but for the rest of the theme parks. Not that they have the same district powers as Disney does, but it would just really set a precedence. And like DeSantis a thousand percent done goofed and it's just absolutely wild to me that we're seeing that we've seen this play by play that like a whole governor doesn't know the own laws of his state Mm. absolutely batshit um it's really embarrassing and he keeps trying to be like oh don't worry we have a plan we have a plan and it's like okay well what is the plan like what truly what is is the the plan plan? (laughs) like give us a hint like you don't even have to be a supporter of disney like you like to know that this entire situation is fucked. Because at the end of the day, if this bill actually truly comes true, right, or, like, gets written, like, is put into play, the only yeah. people who are, who's getting the fucking brunt of it? Florida residents. And that's there's no positive outcome to this. And that's what I don't understand, I think. I mean, there's so many aspects to this that just kind of, like, upset me. Like, it go- going against the First Amendment. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, this is really, like, dark-sided that we're just going to be like, okay, now if we speak out again, even half-assedly, like, not even, like, making a genuine attempt to right. stand up for something. If we make a statement that apparently the state government, uh, state governor doesn't agree with, now the governor can just take away your special privileges, like, that's twisted twisted but then there's also the argument that disney maybe shouldn't have these special privileges right like because that is also the other side of the argument yeah and i'm not trying to play devil's advocate because my follow-up to that is if disney didn't have the special privileges again uh, the brunt of all of this would go back to florida the brunt of the rest of that decision and like that those outcomes goes to florida residents but then also like the amount of money that it takes to run Disney is not something that can just be so easily absorbed. Right. Well, that's a huge problem. I mean, yeah, like, okay, so there's, like, so many aspects to this. Like, first of all, I think it's, like, dark-sided and twisted that, like, okay, they're, like, now we can just have the governor punish you if you, like, disagree with them publicly. Right. Um, number two, it's messed up because Disney has done so much for Florida. And, like, I would argue that if not for Disney – Coming to Florida, Florida would not have the tourism economy that it has. It would not have the theme park industry that it has. A thousand percent. So that's strange to me. I mean, I think that like Disney is kind of 
in a corner because it's not like they're realistically going to go like buy land in Indiana and start like Disney World 2.0, even though people are acting as if Disney can just, you know, airlift everything to a, a blue state. Not right. Indiana, but somewhere. <laughs> like, it's true that they're kind of stuck in Florida, but I just think it's kind of, like, sad and twisted that it's, like, you are willing to let the relationship that has, like, benefited your state so much go sour over this. And then the third thing is, of course, exactly what you were saying. If this move is intended to punish Disney, then how come it really only punishes Florida residents? Yeah, like, the, the, there is no positives about any of this. Yeah, like, I want to see a, vi- I, I really truly want to hear a viable argument as to how everyone <laughs> thought that this was a good idea to pass. Yeah. Because at this point in time, a week or two after the big portions of this entire situation, I can only see negatives. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and it, it just looks it, petty. It doesn't for- make any logical sense to me. Like, I, yeah. I agree. It's completely, it's, pe- it's a petty move. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> it's very embarrassing. I feel everyone should be ashamed. Like, that's the other thing. Like, this entire situation has been a disaster from start to finish, right? Like, mm-hmm. everything Disney did, absolute disgrace, mess up, an embarrassment, tarnish the legacy. We've now hit a point where, like, we're going to lose Reedy Creek, even if it doesn't go through like even if they don't dissolve the district we're still going to be talking about how like bob chapek was the um person in charge whenever like all of the stuff blew up with florida and we almost lost reedy creek and it's just like like that is so embarrassing and insane and tragic and then it's like we have ron DeSantis who's wilding out who's like never even heard of reedy creek before but is like (laughs) signing this like one page bill with no plan which is embarrassing so literally embarrassing we talk a lot on this podcast i think about like the legacy of disney and like the things that are happening right now that are tarnishing the long-term legitimacy of this brand and Mm -hmm. whenever you see things like this happening where it's like we're about to lose a special privilege that was negotiated and pushed for by walt disney himself that is just so tragic I don't want to say embarrassing because, like, the entire situation is embarrassing and we've used that word multiple times in the last, like, three minutes. It's just the right word for it. (laughs) This is the place that we're at with this company. And this is the person that people lauded for to be in this role. And this is where we're at now. I just want, like, a leader, you know? Yeah. I want an actual leader who can, like, take a stand, who can do what's right. Who can take a stand, isn't scared of taking a stand, and also, like, cares about the company. Yeah, I literally just want someone who likes Disney in charge. Like, like can you I, just like Disney? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, likes Disney, wants to honor the legacy. Yeah. I don't know why that's so fucking difficult to find. I know. It's insane. Like, there's so many people who are walking around, like, who love Disney. Like, why can't... Uh, surely somebody is walking around with some credentials. Like, could you imagine being... The next person in line after Bob, after Bob Iger, of all people. And this is how you follow that legacy. Yeah, it's a mess. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Because I genuinely <laughs> am curious. I truly, truly am curious as to like what you guys think of all of this Reedy Creek mess. Um, please send through some arguments, I guess, that are like valid and truthful because I'm genuinely curious how this can be seen as 
a move that isn't just straight out of pettiness. That's all it is. It truly is. The last six months in Disney World has been a mess. So. Yeah. I, you know what? I wish we could return to like whenever the Galactic Star Cruiser first opened (laughs) and we were so excited. (laughs) Or better yet, I wish we could return to the days whenever the drama was the figment popcorn bucket. Oh my goodness, the figment popcorn bucket. Remember that? Back in January, we were like, oh my God, people are selling the figment popcorn bucket for $200. And now- I lost $700. Oh, I don't, you saw $700? I saw $700 for that stupid fucking figment popcorn. And I still want one, which is the most twisted part. I know. So and now, <laughs> and now in April and May, we're like, I guess we're going to lose the thing that Walt Disney pushed for. His like, dream continues to die every day. <laughs> every single day. Every single day. Legacy. What is a legacy? Ugh. Anyway. Well, <laughs> all our links are in the description. Take care of yourselves this week, friends. Take care of yourselves. You know, use Disney as an escapism if it helps. If not, then find something else to sell. Find something else. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Everybody hang in there. Bye. Bye.